During the whole making of X-Men and the casting of X-Men, I was there in the production office. Remember, you don't need to scream for help when Banshees are around Was it supposed to be Jean or was it supposed to be Madeline? I drew that image and a deliberate hint at things to come. What makes Marvel Legends so special? Just the partnership with Marvel, you know, continuing to work with Jesse Falcon. This is your special guest host, Mr. Sinister. <laughs> you would never put Storm in a ponytail. That would be well, weird. You could, but that would be weird. <laughs> but giving it to Jean kind of made her the girl next door that everybody could talk to. When I met Stan, he was very gracious and 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 very kind. This is the Power of X Men podcast. I am your host, Dayspring. Hope you survive the experience. Welcome, listeners, to our first episode recap of Loki. And, of course, there was only one person we could kick this off with. And it is the fabulous, most amazing Demanda Martini, who has done how many... Oh, my God, you're holding a cosmic cube! You didn't even show that to me! Listeners, we've been talking for, like, 30 minutes... (laughs) <laughs> and this bitch just whipped out a cosmic cube out of nowhere. So, hi, everybody. It's me. You know me. You love me. Um, or you don't. Whatever. If you don't um, love her, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out of the timeline. So, funny story. So, I, I wanted to tesseract a cosmic cube um, for this cosplay because, duh. Um, and so, I, when I went when I went online to find one, they had like a legit, like from Marvel Tesseract thing. It was $80, $80. Is that a steal or overpriced? No, that's super overpriced. $80 for a cube that glows right here (laughs) that I purchased was $15. And do you know what else it does? It fucking changes color. (laughs) This one changes colors girl you're changing the color of the cosmic cube what are you doing look at this oh my god obviously to have it be the cosmic cube it's gonna be blue but so this is a child's nightlight that can cycle through the colors as they sleep or whatever 14 dollars, and guess what it still looks like the tesseract so you're welcome darling you look absolutely fabulous for those of you who are just listening on the podcast amanda is lady loki you know, a little goddess of mischief. Um, is that the fur from your Maddie cosplay? Did you snatch yeah. that? Did she snatch that from Maddie? Uh, first of all, just like she snatched Wanda's body and Tiff's <laughs> body, for that matter, uh, when she was Lady Loki back in what, what was that, 2005? 2006? Yeah, that was a minute ago. Yeah, a while ago, um, which is a totally messed up thing to do. But, you know, whatever. Well, what was the story? It was... uh, So she she had gotten trapped in uh, Sif's body or, like, stole Sif's body and put Sif in, like, an old woman to die Mm -hmm. because Loki's a terrible person. I know everybody wants to love Loki, but Loki is a terrible person, (laughs) especially in the comic books. Um, And uh, then because uh, Wanda was missing... Uh, joined the Avengers or had to put together a team of Avengers uh, as Wanda. Uh, and then they found out that it was actually Loki in disguise in her Lady Sif body. 
You look so beautiful. And then, and then it wasn't until later when um, Loki joined the Young Avengers as Team Loki that we really find out that Loki's kind of like, ah, gender, meh. Well, Very ambivalent. E- even in this episode, they when they flash his file, they're like, mm-hmm. sex, fluid. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and we'll, and we'll, we'll get into a little bit of, you know, what I think later. You know, we'll, we'll get into, like, the episode, and then I'll you know, talk about what I think, but there's, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they make it a little more like, and not just like a flash on a computer screen or, you know, like, oh, this little promo image thing. I hope that it's like, oh no, gender is stupid and uh, completely arbitrary. So like, I don't care about gender. I want Loki to, I want him to actually say that on camera. I think they will. I don't know. After Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm hopeful that Marvel has a, a good ear to the ground on everything that's supposed to happen. Look, I, I feel Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a little behind the conversation, but mm-hmm. they still came to the conversation. Yes, you know is, what I mean? It, 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 especially for, you know, a uh, comic book TV show that's just supposed to be fun and not political when were comics political uh when captain america punched a nazi like (laughs) well (laughs) i hate it when i get trolls dming me being like stop being so political with x-men i'm like have you ever read an x-men comic in your life like for real like do you not know what the the superhuman registration act is yeah or the mutant registration act yeah I don't know the fact that the X-Men are a minority that are protecting the the government actually trying to hunt and destroy an entire minority of people. I mean, the literal (laughs) first episode of the X-Men animated series, and we've spoken to Eric and Julia Leewald, the government, the U.S. government is the enemy. Yes. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, the X-Men are political. You don't like it? That's fine. Not your cup of tea. Yeah, but it's still the X Men. But it's like, the X Men. That that's their narrative. Part of it, but, but yeah, so Loki. So Loki, wait. T- so tell us about this cosplay. How did you assemble this cosplay? Um. So, okay, kids, don't come for me, but I do shop on Amazon. <gasps> Audible gas. A lot. So like, oh, uh, um, like a lot of my pieces are just like Amazon pieces that I put together. So like, the the stress, the cape, all the fur pieces that I got. The necklace, like all my jewelry is all Amazon um, because it's it's relatively cheap. It's easy. It gets here. Um, but yeah, I have, a, I have a cape that's sort of, you know, I don't really need it, but I needed it because, you know, she wears a cape. Um, I, however, love, I would love to see you in a cape IRL. And, just... I mean, I even got, so like, I even got like little rings that like I smashed up and like put in my hair. Oh, oh my God. You braided your hair. Yeah. Because she she has little she has like hair decorations. She does. Oh my um, god, the dress looks so great. It, looks- it is it is legit, just like um like a mother of the bride dress. But Please it works. Shut up. So- no, I was gonna say it looks very YSL. That dress, that green dress they did. You saw it on all the queens. Like, well, mm-hmm. I want to say last year, but not last year. Like twenty nineteen. Yeah, looks. Oh, Sorry, I have a little because I have a fan on my face because I'm literally melting inside my room. Um, no, you have a fan on your face because you're Mariah. Don't because because I I, I uh. anyway. So the headpiece I um, purchased on Etsy from a 3D printer. Uh, their name is Parton Prints. 
Uh, so like, I think a lot of people either have this same design because, you know, a lot of people, they'll just like put a design up on Etsy and then anybody can have it. So I don't know where Parton, like where that particular 3D printer person got the pattern. Um, so it could have been from anyone, but he was the one who printed it and sent it to me. And then my dear, lovely friends, Jason and Erica, who do a lot of um, fun, crafty and video editing stuff for me, um, resin coated it and then painted it. My God. It's super cute. I love it. So like the horns were not attached when I first got it. So I had to like glue those on first, which was festive. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess it ships easier that way. What kind um, of glue did you use to glue it? Uh, I used E6000. Okay. Excuse me. E6000 is like, yeah, like cosplayer drag queen. Like it's like super glue that sets overnight. Okay. Okay. Uh, it looks great. You look absolutely it, flawless. Thank you. Thank How long did it take you to get ready? Um. So, I mean, aside from like a couple of little breaks that I took to like, you know, so it usually, it typically takes me about two to two and a half hours to get ready depending on like how complicated my eye look is going to be. Cause usually like to get like my face done, like a uh, foundation contour highlights and like bake usually about a half an hour like that. I can like bust out really quick. Okay. Um, it's the eye makeup, which is, you know, you know, the, 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 the real decoration of the face that takes the longest. Um, so like I wear typically Anywhere between four and seven eye sh- colors of eyeshadow. Shut the in, fuck up. In, in really? any given look, um, even even so, like for example, um, M- Michelle Michelle Waffle, um, she Michelle. Um, asked me all the time uh, how I do like my Jean Grey makeup, and I'm just like, girl, it's just green eyeshadow. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, actually, it's four different colors of green eyeshadow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, like, even something as simple as, like, what I do for, like, Jean Grey, or even, like, um, when I do Dazzler, when I don't do the star, when I just do the blue eyeshadow, that's still uh, three colors of blue, white, and white glitter. Wow. So, and and then, of course, black eyeshadow, you know, the white under eye, eyeliner, which eyeliner takes forever, because it's, first of all, it's big. I had a phase when I was 19. I wore eyeliner. I think it was called guy liner or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It took mm-hmm. me like 20 minutes to apply. It, did, yeah. Did, did you do the pencil and the smudge? Uh, I don't remember what I did to be very or, or honest did with you, you. Did you wear liquid? Were you one of those girls? No, I definitely didn't wear liquid. I definitely had the pencil because I think of the scene in Clueless where she's doing her uh. eyeliner. And I remember doing it and thinking it was like so cool. But like. <laughs> No, anyways, I get it. Eyeliner is a bitch. But also, I absolutely hate doing eyebrows. And now that I know that this headpiece sits a little lower than I thought it would, I know that I don't ever need to paint eyebrows on again when I wear this. Oh, Um, which is great because eyebrows also take me a long time because I hate them. I hate eyebrows. Oh my Um, god, I do too. So so any eyebrows. (laughs) You have very nice eyebrows. Thank you. So I was fishing for that. So anytime I can do a look where I don't have to do eyebrows, like if I'm wearing like, like a heavy bang or like Dazzler with the starburst, I'm like, she doesn't need eyebrows. She's got, she's got all kinds of glitter and fantastic. She doesn't need eyebrows. Um, so like anytime I can do that, like when I did uh, Budika from the um, Green Lantern Corps, I was like, cause she also wears a headpiece, but I was like, oh, I should do eyebrows. Cause you know, whatever. And I'm like, she's an alien. She doesn't need fucking eyebrows. Like, 
just do like some fierce, crazy, you know, eyeshadow and wear a headpiece. Like, I, eyebrows are lame. I hate them. It's <laughs> also why I hate eyebrows suck. But wait, <laughs> you said when you do her again. So are you, I know this personally, but our listeners may not know this. Are you getting ready to go on the con circuit again? Are we going to be seeing this look? No. So, so here's the thing. Um, so yeah, so conventions are opening and currently I'm only officially going to Blurred Con, which I know we've talked about before um, on the podcast. And that is July 16th, 17th and 18th uh, in Arlington, Virginia. I'm super excited. Uh, so, you know, me and my bestie, uh, Dax Exclamation Point, uh, are going to be there. And we have a whole weekend of matching looks. It's on the spreadsheet. Um, Lady Loki may or may not come depending on, um, cause like Dax really wants to wear her Hellfire Gala storm, but I don't have, I don't have like an actual Hellfire Gala look and I'm not, and, and I already have two other very large projects to get done before, <laughs> before um, LurdCon. So I'm like, I can't, I can't make a whole new cosplay. Like I just, I, I can't, it needs to be something simple. So I think we're going to, I'm going to end up just bringing um, either Lady Loki or um, like my X-Men training suit and just like whatever wig I got, because it can be anybody. (laughs) I Um, think Lady Loki will look really good with Hellfire Gala Storm. I think it would match. Um, But if you, if you are in the DC area and you don't want to wait all the way until BlurredCon, Lady Loki will also be making appearance at Tallboy Bar on Monday, uh, June 28th, which is the last uh, Pride um, Pride Month uh, happy hour drag show at Tallboy um, in, in Northwest DC. Um, so it's hosted by Logan Stone, who's one of uh, my drag sisters. And um, so yeah, so I was bu- I've, I've been booked to perform. So Lady Loki, is getting a number as well. I just put as, that on my calendar. Yeah, uh, uh, as well as Jean Grey. <gasps> if you're doing Jean, I'm definitely showing up. Yes. So for I'm not going to tell you because I really want you to be surprised. Um, but I have like a, a little something that's like funny and super entertaining and very Jean to happen during my Jean number. You're going to faint. You're going to go, ah, oh, and faint. <laughs> And, and maybe be fainted for like the last 45 seconds. <laughs> you know, she, Jean got a lot of um, LOLs on Instagram because in the Mark Brooks Inferno promo, she's fainted in it. But I think that is a sign that Madeline is coming back. I don't know. I really feel like, I really feel like this whole Inferno thing is really going to be just, just like, um, what was the other thing that they like brought back the name, but it really didn't have any- Fallen Angels. Yeah, didn't have anything to do with that. So I really I, think that it, it's it's like a callback, but not like I, I really just think it's going to be Ma- uh, Mystique just like fucking shit up and literally setting the place on fire. Mm. Fair, fair, fair. I feel that like it's happening because we have so many hints with Alex talking oh, about he, Maddie. He can't let go. Best. Our favorite himbo can't let her go. Oh, no, he can't. I mean, first of all, he can't let anything go <laughs> why he's so bad at being an x-man like he, he he it's like he can't let madeline go like before it's like he couldn't let um lorna go but but then but then he could because oh nurse annie my guy i love nurse annie i have I a lot know why 
I have a lost episode with X Reads and House of X where we talked about Nurse Annie for literally 30 minutes. And it was supposed to be a grateful end of the year, Thanksgiving, I'm forgetting what it was, episode. And literally Nurse Annie took up like 30 minutes of that conversation. She's she's oh we, but you remember that period in my life because oh, my right. because your episode, your first episode, I lost it too. Got got lost as well. Yes. Um, okay, wait, wait. We can talk about the X-Men and everything for hours. Know, We're here to talk about Loki. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. So how did you what were your first impressions on Loki compared to WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Well, so I very much am enjoying the fact that all three shows are very different. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have a different kind of setup. They have a different vibe. They have a different aesthetic. It's, it, it's, it's very, it, it's, I mean, it's kind of like comic books where it's like, yeah, you have like this book and you have that book and you have that book. And the, like, yeah, they all share the same universe, but they're not the same. Like they don't have to be like that same formula, that same kind of, you know, that no. same kind of like superhero movie. Um, and, and, and I'm here for it. I love the fact that it's, it's going to be kind of like, kind of like a cop procedural show but not but yeah i know what you're saying like a cop procedural show yeah yeah, yeah. but no i i I like the fact that it's different i like the fact i I really like the setup of the episode where it's like what you're like wait what's going on but also like the fact that obviously like the most powerful people in like this sort of like dimensional universe it's a bureaucracy you need to take your number you gotta fill out a form you gotta do Cause oh my, it, it, and even the guy, even that one guy when he was like, "I'm gonna gut you like a fish," and he was like, "What's a fish?" He doesn't know what a fish is. He's literally been doing this. I know, like literally, years. you're in charge of like fixing like the multiverse and making sure there's one timeline. <laughs> yeah, like, and you don't know what fish is. No, because he he knows his what. Okay, so again, my sort of like in my head when watching the show, the people who live in that in like the TVA dimension, mm-hmm. no. Unless there's someone like a Noah Wilson character where they actually get to like travel and like investigate things. If they're just stuck in the office, they only know about the one function that they serve. That's like, true. You know I mean? like, fair, fair. Because there's no reason for them to know anything else. They literally sit there, take your number. Mm-hmm. Take your number. Take your number. You and do questions, you have they to don't do. know because all they know what to do is take your number. Like they don't know. They don't know. But you know what I, I mean? The one thing that I thought was so obvious with this episode that I was like, oh, it's the individual versus the universe. Like the universe oh, is this course. cold mathematical equation operating under one uniform equation. But then here's the one variant mm-hmm. and it's Loki and he's going to prove his individualism rises above the mundane everyday doing. Well, but every, every show, I mean, you can, you can take any, any show, any movie, any theater, any art and boil it down to one of those like universal like sort of like lessons or whatever because that's what makes it relatable to an audience because yeah. like it doesn't need to be like you know ham-fisted to us but it's like we feel it somewhere where we're like oh yeah they are an individual and their individuality is what makes them so special but we don't you know but we don't necessarily like say that at the end you know what i mean no i agree with you wholeheartedly but i feel this is what makes Loki different from Falcon the Winter Soldier as well as WandaVision because it's literally him versus 
the universe. And I'm curious, what was your impression of this first episode compared to the other shows? Uh, so do, how mean, do you rank it? How do you rank it? How about um, I mean, I still liked WandaVision the best. Wanda well, again, so far. Like, I guess, like, 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 because also I like, I like Wanda. I mean, sorry, this is bothering me. So that's coming off. <laughs> bothering me. Um, but uh, I, because also it like WandaVision, especially in like those first few episodes where it's like, so again, as someone who like read the, you know, has read comics and, you know, is a fan of the shows, you know, all that stuff. Like I knew what was happening. Like I didn't, I didn't need to wait until episode, you know, four or five or whatever that was to find out like what was going on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's created her own universe where she's living her life as a fantasy because she's had a really terrible life. Like, duh. Uh. Um, <laughs> whereas like I had friends being like, um, did I miss something? Did I miss a movie? And I'm like, no. Just when everyone was like Mephisto, Mephisto, I was like, no, it's not oh. Mephisto. It's her. Like that is the point um, of Wanda. So like WandaVision is still like my favorite. Um, again, we'll see what happens in Loki. Maybe something else will, you know, happen and it'll, it'll be, it'll be super cool or whatever. Um, but I, I, I appreciate that it's like they have the three of them have been created very specifically to be three different types of shows mm-hmm. in order to well so not so much because like well uh, Bucky and Winter Soldier was supposed to have come out first um, and like that was just sort of like okay we have this sort of like going thread and we need to wrap it up in, in the same vein of like all of the Captain America movies where it didn't have anything to do with Mind Stones or time travel or anything and all had to do with like the, U- the U.S. government and S.H.I.E.L.D. and all of that stuff. Like, I appreciate that, like, that just sort of, like, took that thread and kept going. WandaVision was something very different and very unique, and um, it was it was very risky, in my opinion, as a kind of a show that Agreed. really doesn't make sense until five episodes in, and it wasn't like you got the dump of all of them at the same time. You had to keep coming back, and I think it worked and get people really interested in what was going on, and then why is she doing this, and people being like confused, or like, you know, who are these people, blah, blah, blah. I I really enjoyed that, and I like that Loki is a mystery as well, but also taking a character who is obviously not a good person, but had this great, like, kind of redemption arc, and taking him out of that, you know, rewound him to a point where he still wasn't a good person. And it's like, oh, by the way, we still need you to be like that good person that you were, but you don't know it yet. <laughs> so, but because we need your help to like solve whatever this this mystery is, uh, who, you know, as we find out at the end of the episode is another variant of Loki. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought the exact same thing. It's like they want to maintain that sassy, villainous Loki from 2012, mm-hmm. and now they imbued him with all the memories. He literally, de- mm-hmm. it's like when Teen Jean downloaded, I'm sorry, everything goes back to Jean Grey on this podcast, <laughs> when she downloaded the memories from Beast of her adult mm-hmm. life, and it's like, okay, well, now she has everything. Um, I agree with everything you just said. The thing that I liked about Loki a lot, and we're going to get into it momentarily, is that it set up a lot, not only for the series, but I think for the MCU at large. I'm so, convinced Secret Wars so, is coming. Sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 no. no. I, I, was, I, was, I was waiting for you to end. So that way I could. Um, so wait, who, who do you think is coming? Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Hmm. The multiverse and yeah. the potentially, potentially. Yeah. Um, 
so obvi- obviously, I mean, even j- like just from the tease of the title of Doctor Strange and you know, all of the rumors that are going on about um, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like we know that something with like alternate realities was happening. We all thought that it was going to be Wanda because we none of us really knew what they were going to do with Loki. We knew that a show was coming, but we had no idea what it was going to be about. Mm-hmm. So I was actually sort of like intrigued being like, oh, so this is going to be the show that talks about the multiverse. Well, Michael Waldron is a creator of Loki and he's one of the writers for Doctor Strange 2. Oh. So right there. So they're doing, and they have the line where it's like, uh, if you are a variant, you create a nexus and that will create a a madness. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it'll create a madness and the timeline will be blah, blah. I think Secret Wars is most certainly coming. Like, how could they not? do that how how i mean but like but like what do you mean like secret wars like do you think that they're all going to go to an alternate dimension and fight each other no i think it's going to be more like hickman's secret wars oh. like where the like last, the last good one the la- <laughs> that's right i mean i don't know i think they'll do a hybrid because i think kevin feige is really smart and he will do something like the original where you have all these characters and they'll all fight and Colossus will hook up with like the local alien girl. Her name is, her name is Zhaji. You're oh my welcome. God, I totally forgot her name until you mentioned it right now. And I love how you totally cheated on Kitty. Um, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold. So many factors go into this. Okay. Number one, as like the... Kitty and Piotr Shipper, because I love them. They're my OTP. I love them forever. I know it was creepy. I know it was weird. Listen, there's a different time. Different things happen. I know tons of people from an earlier time period where, like, they got married when she was 16 and he was 21. Like, I know it's, like, whatever. But, like, again, people used to not live past their 30s. Like, people used to get... Anyway, whatever. I got married at, like, 18. My mom literally graduated high school and then got married. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, whatever. I know that he's supposed to be like 18, 19, and she was like 14, 15. Kind of, kind of gross, kind of creepy. But it's also like he was like a senior in high school and she was a freshman. That kind of stuff happens all the time. Apparently, people who don't think that, I'm like, you didn't go to high school. I don't know. Yeah, um, I remember one of the girls in my class was dating the most popular, like, senior boy ever. Mm-hmm. But it was mandated that Colossus needed to break up with Kitty because like, they were definitely like, yeah, this is kind of creepy. We need to, we need to not have this happen. So, so that's, but the other part of it was like, if you, you know, when you actually read the comic book, like everyone fell in love with this character. And first of all, she didn't speak English. So she had literally no agency in the book. All she did was heal people and people immediately fell in love with her. And then everyone assumed, uh, that she was then interested in them. The theory is that her powers, when they heal them, they just have a connection to her. And so the humans, because they're humans and not whatever alien race that she is, assume that that feeling is love when really it could have just been, listen, I healed you. So like a part of me is like with you. Like, Oh, I love that. Whatever. But like, those are her powers. Because what would happen is she would use her powers to heal people. And then like these idiot boys would just like fall in love with her. It's like, that's not her problem. But she, and then she eventually sacrificed herself to like heal everybody and like bring them back to life or whatever. And it's like, so she had no agency. She was a complete plot device as most female characters are. (laughs) Like, this is true. Like, to be honest. Um, Especially during that time period. Yeah. yeah, But so like the whole like Kitty, 
Colossus didn't cheat on her. He just finally realized that he is, he's too old and needed to wait until Kitty was old. Okay, fair, like, fair. Like, like that, 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 that was kind of the thing where he's like, oh yeah, like this was like an adult thing and you were definitely not an adult. Because even on like the Claremont run, um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to stop there. Everybody go do your own investigation. <laughs> you know, build your own opinion. But I am going off about something that is not at all related. No, I, yes. listen, Demanda, we know who we book for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Trust So listeners, I usually have like a call sheet with every question I'm going to ask, an episode outline. And then for today, well, A, I've been traveling like a madman. Yeah, yeah. B, I was like, it's Demanda. We're not going to talk about stuff. But I'm dressed like Loki, so we keep coming back to it. Yes, look at that, you're Loki. You look beautiful. You look so beautiful. But anyways, wait, let's dive into the episode. Let's let's get into the episode because I think we have so much to talk about. And listeners, if you typically listen to this podcast, you know we always provide an episode summary. I felt those were a little, I don't know, stagnant. I wasn't really feeling it for Loki. So I actually have Disney Plus up. And I'm just going to go through the scenes. And because I'm with Amanda Martini, I'm just going to pitch and let her bat. (laughs) Um, So we open up with a recap of what happened with Loki vanishing from Mm -hmm. the timeline where he gets a Tesseract, which we saw in Endgame. Mm -hmm. And... The only thing I noticed about this, Amanda, and I was curious if you didn't notice this as well, it's a different take from what we saw in Endgame. So it's a different camera angle, yes. Well, but- and also, no, but also the way Captain America says, like, when Chris Evans delivers his line, it's more robotic in this one than the one that happens in Endgame as well. Is it really? Yeah, it's I, not. I, I it doesn't line like, up. Like, like, I knew that everything was at a different camera angle, but I was like, well, that's because we're getting a different perspective. We're meant to now look at other things instead of what we saw before. Mm-hmm. And if you're like me, something that you watch like every other week <laughs> when you're styling wigs. <laughs> Stop. I do. Listen, if, I, if there is not something in particular that I like want to watch or, you know, whatever, because like when I'm styling wigs or like working on cosplay stuff, like, I can't be distracted by the show, so it has to be something that, like, I've seen or that I know, so that way it's, like, still entertaining, but it's not, you know, I don't need to, like, pay attention. Mm-hmm. So the best thing, I mean, because, listen, styling wigs and stoning stuff and, you know, it takes multiple hours, so what better to do than watch Infinity War right into Endgame? I, there's something about Infinity War and Endgame that I can just have that playing in the background and I would feel so... I just feel so mind. good about it. I don't mind it at all. Anyways, I agree. Anyways, continue. But but yeah, so like because we're because we're now meant to look at different things. And as any person who knows like movies or theater or whatever, like if you have a good director um, who is the outside eye showing the audience what it is that you are supposed to look at and what you're supposed to pay attention to, um, I like the fact that it was different. It wasn't just oh we've already shot this. Let's just you know, reuse the scene. It was, no, we need to be looking at different things. And because we're now using Loki as a POV character, some things that are from his actual point of view in this scene, because he was an afterthought in that scene until the cosmic cube came out and he grabbed it. Yeah. 
but it, it most certainly is a different take for Chris Evans. I'm forgetting the line he does, but Chris Evans is a little bit more robotic. Like we have to do sort search and rescue, whatever he says. Um, I thought it was so great because if you did not, if you're one of like the few people who did not see Endgame, like a hey, go watch it on Disney Plus. <laughs> like it recaps everything nicely. This is yeah. that Loki from that timeline, and then we end up in the what desert was it? Was it the Gobi the Desert? Gobi Desert. Gobi Desert, and he crashes on that, and it's the same as Iron Man one when Iron Man lands on the desert. And I only knew that because I'd seen Iron Man 1 on a flight recently. (laughs) Let me just see that. I was like, oh, shit. That's a straight homage to that. And there's another podcaster or uh, YouTuber, excuse me, that was saying that it's like, this is the tale of an arrogant man who's going to become more human for us. And I think we did get Loki becoming more human, more fleshed out as a character throughout the movies. But 2012 Avengers Loki was not that character. So now I, I like that little nod that they do. And they seem to be doing that a lot with the Disney movies, or excuse me, the Disney Plus shows, where they like to homage other things they've done. Well, well of, of course. I mean, because it's also comic books and they're all self-referential. And, no. you know, Fair it, enough. I mean, listen, how many times are we going to see the Days of Future Past comic book cover? God, <laughs> I love that cover. I love that cover so much. Um, or, or or even or even the same pose um uh scott holding dark phoenix which is also the same thing as superman holding supergirl in crisis on infinite earth like there's that, someone that everywhere someone did a like a history of that i don't think it was either dark it was was it dark phoenix or superman holding supergirl that originated that image i don't think it was uh it probably wasn't to be honest I it's someone else who did that i know them from but, but I yeah, have to, like I've thought movie. about that it's, cover. It's also just like, you know, a classic image in general. Yeah. So, so we see the time variance authority show up in the scene and like, it's insane. Like they, they see Loki. And one of the things that I noted, and I'm curious if you saw this too, they're holding like a little, like iPad, like whatever thing. Uh-huh. And it's showing like the seconds counting down to when the timeline will hit this red line. Mm-hmm. And they literally apprehend Loki in that second. Yeah, well, yeah. Cause I, I mean, I mean, then when we see it later, uh, cause you know, obviously at first we don't know what that means. Um, but then when we see it later, it's like, Oh, they only have a certain window of time to get it in before it then becomes a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very, very interesting to me. And one of the things that I noted, and I, it, it took like four watchings of this episode to like finally get it, is that one of the policemen are holding a stick and it is purple. And then the two behind them, it's orange. And orange later on in the episode we'll see is what they use to erase people from a timeline. Oh, and purple looks like it's to neutralize or reset like something, because I think when they, they, they have like a little bomb that goes off in the scene and they like reset the timeline. It's purple, mm-hmm. but it's purple. Like she has a purple one. And then the two behind her have the orange. So I'm wondering if they're like, Oh, well, if this variant becomes like an issue, yeah, we're going to erase him. And that's it. Fuck that. Interesting. I did not notice that. 
I know it's because I've been watching this and like on repeat because I, I watched it once. <laughs> well, don't worry. That's it. Like that's as far as it goes with like my noticing on everything. But um, yeah. So she like apprehends Loki. She like hits him and slows down time, and he's feeling like all that pain. And then she grabs the cosmic cube or the tesseract, and then the other soldier he comes and he resets the timeline and. What I noted ab about the scene, and it's only because, again, this is the same person, the creator of Loki, is also writing Doctor Strange. The bomb goes off and it's purple. And are they reversing time? Because that was a big thing in Doctor Strange 1, where purple magic was used to reverse time. Look at you. I know. I didn't like my work today. I didn't just get <laughs> drunk and show up on this podcast. <laughs> you like research stuff. I'm, I'm like, like I was going to talk about the show, and you're like, no, the color purple. The color purple. Can we talk about the color purple for a second? But, like, I'm confused by that. Like, what did you take from that? Like, because, like, we don't really get to see it. Like, all that happens is that like the bomb goes off? Oh my god, I love your fans so much right now, listeners. She has a hand fan right now. Listen, there are four fans going off in this room. It is hot. I'm warm. Okay, so the bomb goes off. Yeah, and we don't see it. So, do we think the timeline just got reset? It. So, so yeah. So, I think the whole the whole thing is that um, well, so like my my, because I, I get I guess they have like that point in time that like they have to fix stuff. But I, I was wondering how come they just didn't take him back to where he escaped like, that well, was I my what i agree with you yeah like like if, if if you need to reset time like why don't you just throw him back and then hit the button because then he's there and reset yeah um, i i don't get it i don't understand why they didn't just take him back there um, but 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 that makes me wonder because that moment of him taking the tesseract is like the nexus that like the is the offshoot if time went back to that point and he did not take it but then i'm like but if the, again here's here's where i'm gonna say what i say all the time drink for trying to make sense yes okay that's right there like at the end of the day when it comes to time travel stuff and like all those things and also comic books in general sometimes just go with it you don't it doesn't need to make 100 sense it's well, fine just how was it along. Agatha all along? I still don't get Listen, that. Listen, it probably was just Agatha. Just, <laughs> just, just move on with your life. It's not going to be that big a deal. So here's the thing. Either, either one, they're going to address it and it's going to be made clear what it is, or they're not and you're supposed to forget about it. So mm -hmm. those are your two options. Either wait for them to talk about it or forget about it. Like, okay, there's... Like, 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 don't obsess about it. There's one thing I'm dying to ask you. Okay. But I just want to address really quickly. I'm looking, listeners, I'm looking at the episode as it's happening. So if I sound like I'm distracted, <laughs> it's only because I'm looking at the episode and not on Demanda, who looks absolutely fucking beautiful. Um, there's a scroll in the TVA lobby. So we know the scrolls are coming. I think Secret Invasion was announced mm -hmm. as a Disney Plus uh -huh. show. Like, blah, 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 blah. We all know that. But um, when Mr. Tom Hilston gets naked in the mm -hmm. elevator, how hot was he? I mean, okay, okay. Listen, he, he's a very attractive man. He's very attractive. You think he's attractive? He, I, I think he's, he's attractive. Listen, I like- He's I, never done it for me until this scene. 
Oh, because he was naked? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. For those of you just listening, I eye rolled real hard. Um, but here's the thing. I, regardless of what I'm currently wearing, I'm not a huge Loki fan. Like, I, I, I find that, like, people who, like, latch on to, like, villainous characters and, like, in, the, in a way that it makes them popular so that way people have to, like, they're forced to make them anti-heroes. Like, for example, Venom. Like, Venom didn't need to be a hero. Venom didn't need to have any sort of, like, redemption arc. He could just be a villain, and that's yeah. fine. Loki, who is literally the god of chaos, it's fine if he's just a mess. The god of chaos. And yeah, and is bad and does bad things. I don't need any other stuff. Now, Grant, has, has Loki in the MCU in particular become like a character that I'm like, oh yeah, he's fun, he's fine. You know, wh- whatever, whatever. I, of course, wanted to do a Lady Loki for a while just because she's a lady and she's huge and she's got fur and hair and a headpiece. And as we all know, I love a stupid headpiece. Like, you know, like I, I wanted to do the look because I wanted to do the look. Not necessarily because I think the character is great, because as we said earlier, when Loki looked like this, he was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not a good person, especially in the comics. He is just a bad person. And then, because Loki became popular in the MCU, they decided to turn him into a teen and put him on the queer superhero team, which, of course, everyone's going to love because everyone loves queer teens. Everyone does. I love um, that read right now. <laughs> Um, anyway, Tom Hiddleston is attractive, but I'm not like, ugh, Loki, ugh, I'm, ugh, Loki's my, no, that, that, that's not me. I, I feel like, he, especially at the end of this episode, we're going to see that he's supposed to be succumbing to whatever, like he has this life-changing moment that he sees his mom die and he's, you're like, oh my God, I need to be a better person. And I'm the Loki that died at the hand of Thanos at this point. I disagree. I think he's going to be playing Morbius. Like he he's playing him and he's playing the entire situation. And we're going to see that he is villainous still. And I like characters being villains. There, mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with being a villain. Yeah, yeah, the, like, yeah. yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with, or, or even like in the X Men comic books, I did not need Apocalypse to be like this. Oh, I'm so cool, and I'm on the super I, team, and, uh, and like, and like people be like, "Ooh, Daddy Apocalypse." No, I agree. Uh, terrible person. I agree so much. My note when we were covering Ten of Swords, which listeners you can watch when this <laughs> uh, on season one of this podcast known as generations of x we covered ten of swords and my main note was oh dur they're trying to make apocalypse like thanos that he's very sympathetic and he has this love from i don't know generations past all of a sudden like no apocalypse is an asshole he's survival of the fittest yeah, That's thing. he literally kills you when he got put in charge of earth he called the entire earth. He tried to drop a nuclear bomb all over yes. America. He, like when he finally got put in charge and there was the age of apocalypse where he was in charge, he killed everyone. And even though he was dead, his influence still continued to kill everyone. 
that dimension does not ever get a happy ending. Ever. No, no, ever. not it at all. Continually is bad, and it just gets worse. Um. So two things about the next scene that happens in Loki. One, yes, Tom Hiddleston does have a great set of abs, and I'm sure he worked very hard for that one scene. Oh, I know. Oh, God. He looked really good in that. Um, so the next scene, he drops through whatever the floor, and there's a cat there, and I don't trust cats anymore. Neither do I, which is so funny that Dax is like one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw the cat, I'm like, you're not fucking cute. Like, I saw Captain Marvel, like, shut the fuck up. But then this guy, like, pushes, like, this, like, stack of papers, and he's here, like, this is everything you've said and signed that you said it. Okay, that shit was funny. When he, then he's like, what? And he, right now i i i the <laughs> gag was hysterical the only thing that took me out of that scene was i was like that stack of papers i'm like really that's everything he's said like he's literally a god that's been I mean, alive for like centuries like in seven type fonts okay like Eagle really space. okay <laughs> fair Eagle fair space. okay in that case fair thank you i knew you would make Bring sense it on this. both sides of the paper <laughs> They have double printing here. No margins. I literally, like, I knew you would have a good witty comeback for that. <laughs> but I was like, I've printed, like, manuscripts that are longer than that. Oh, like, come on. 100. Come yeah. on. Like, I, I mean, I used to write literal plans for people's lives that were bigger than that. Um, back, back when I worked with adults with disabilities, like, that, should, that paperwork's ridiculous. Anyway. Um, so then, you know, he ends up in the lobby of this place and he's about to go before a quorum and there's this video that plays with miss minutes on it did you recognize the voice for miss minutes i did not okay it's tara strong oh of course it is i thought it was gonna be someone else though because i was like i've heard this voice before i've heard but i guess tara strong just like does everything and subconsciously i'm like does she literally just does do everything so what did I mean, you although think? she and I are not on speaking terms for that. <laughs> she, what did she do? She, she doubled do? down on that terrible Killing Joke movie. She was like, no, I firmly support this. I'm like, why? It was a ter- terrible addition to that film. It was terrible. I'm pouring because of that one. Fucking, uh, fucking hated that. Hated that movie. Listen. Hated it. I then, hate. Then my, my roommate fell asleep. Like, that's how bad it was. Um, Killing Joke, I hate panel for panel adaptations. And listeners, we are going to have the X-Reads boys tomorrow to talk about Sailor Moon Eternal. And I am I am not... I love Sailor Moon so much. I love the manga, but it does not translate into <laughs> a television show or a movie panel for panel. Like, if you're going to adapt something, adapt it for the medium you're doing it for. And, and Killing so- Joke is exactly that. She voiced Barbara in that, right? Yeah, well, because she voiced Barbara um, towards the end of the animated series. Oh, you're right. After, I forgot about that. Gilbert was like, mm, I'm done. Thank you. So, what did you think of the cartoon? Well, in this I history? thought it was cute. I, first of all, like, the whole, like, 70s retro um, yeah. like, Jetsons aesthetic of the whole cartoon was amazing totally by the way in case people haven't guessed i like campy things i love camp wait Um, you you like camp i mean i don't like being in the woods (laughs) Um, so (laughs) 
So, um, literally died. But no, that. but no, I, 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 I love the little cartoon because also, I mean, just like for Loki, give me something simple for me to watch to understand what it is that you want, like all the information. Like, could, could you imagine trying to get all the information from like a character just sitting there talking about it? No, this little cute cartoon that's designed to be like childlike, so that way you can understand, just like, um, the dinosaurs thing in Jurassic Park. It's like, give me a cartoon to like break down your giant scientific ideas that really kind of don't make sense, but make it a cartoon and sure, I'll buy it. Sounds good. Sure, sure. No, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And I like that. I What I like about the cartoon a lot in general, and I'm looking at it as we were speaking, it's setting up a lot mm-hmm. for what's coming. And again, it says Nexus real big and real big. Literally. Level, the, which, the, we, which we just found out in, in WandaVision is a, is a pretty big thing. It's a big thing. And, big thing. And we know that Wanda is going to play a big role in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And it literally says that everything will go, it, it will fall into madness and there will be another war, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it shows like the multiverse. So I think Doctor Strange 2 is being set up here again because of that common denominator with the creator and so the writer. I remember something that I wanted to say earlier. Yes, so go. Go I go. feel like we'll have a large effect on the MCU as a whole. I feel as though Loki will not. Loki is the character. Oh, I, I agree with you. I feel I like Loki is now going to be this person over here even if like because i don't even know if any of these tv shows are gonna get a season two i don't think so i think they're all i think they're all just like self-contained long movies look i really enjoyed falcon the winter soldier i don't want a season two i don't think yeah because i mean they're making captain america for and so it's gonna become we don't need it it. and i like wandavision a lot i would actually like wandavision season two but they have to go there with Wanda. But anyways, um, I, I digress. But, go, but, go. but no, but, but like, like Captain America and the Winter Soldier makes more sense as a six, a six episode TV show because that's a, that was a lot that mm-hmm. needed to get covered to then then go do another movie. Like it needed like that mini, like that mini break of like here are these little episodes. It's like it's like doing the mini series to relaunch Captain America number one. Like you know what I mean? Like you just you need they needed that little, and by little is longer than a regular movie, because um, there was a lot of information and a lot of stuff that needed to be covered. Um, so, so like that that makes sense. I'm so um, sorry to like, interrupt oh. you. I would not want to interrupt you, but I just read right now that the second season is scheduled to begin filming in January 2022. What Captain America? No, 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 for Loki. Oh Loki! Oh Sidebar. Loki! So so so. so anyways, me, continue. And, but that to me says. That Loki, even though like what happens in the show is going to be a very big effect on the MCU, Loki's gonna keep over there. He's gonna stay over here. I agree wholeheartedly. He's yeah. dead. He died. Yeah, he died. because because I, I I really don't think that yeah, having Loki come back and like being with Thor, like I just I, I feel like I feel like that part of this this particular Loki's life is over. Like he doesn't need to go back to Asgard. He doesn't have a role on Asgard. He doesn't need to be a part of a part of that anymore. He now has another purpose and another journey to go on. Agreed. Agreed. But um wait, is he in Thor Love and Thunder? No, he's not, right? I don't I was gonna say I don't think so. I don't think he's in Thor Love and Thunder. I think that's just Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um 
Yeah. So they're getting a season two, but I agree with exactly what you just said that this Loki is going to be kept over here. And for all intents and purposes, he died in Endgame. So mm-hmm. like the movie audience, if they want to follow along, you can come here. Kind of like what they did with Coulson. Uh-huh. Can I ask you about the scene that comes after this, which of course he stands before the council. Uh-huh. We, we see Mobius, but then we, we get a flashback. Or not flashback, just like the scene changes. Oh, to... oh, 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 he's where he's the catch me if you can guy. Oh, DB <laughs> Cooper. No, wait, I want to go back to DB Cooper, which I have been obsessed with DB Cooper because funny enough, I used to be terrified of flying. And I used to like Google, I know, and I fly all the time. And I used to Google like plane hijacks and plane crashes. Like that's how I sleep at nighttime. And DB Cooper was one of the biggest mysteries I thought I could solve on my own back in like 2015. I thought I could solve this. And now it was fucking Loki this entire time, but not that it's the scene with Mobius going up to that little girl and she points to the oh oh the the, sta- the, the, the window yeah. um stained glass why am i forgetting oh my god i'm so drunk right now stained glass window that's what you call them right yeah, yeah, stained glass window. okay stained glass windows that doesn't sound really sidebar stained like windows. stained glass window um oh the devil <laughs> Huh? No, uh, napkin is just another one of those words that sounds stupid. <laughs> oh my god, it does. Um, <laughs> but she she points to the stained glass window of the devil, and Moby's is like the devil is afraid of us. I was like, there we go, Mephisto. Uh, no, I no. knew that was a trap. I knew that like immediately. I knew that was a trap. No, I <laughs> for a second I did. No. It was only until my second viewing, and then I googled it, and the creators of Loki confirmed that is not Mephisto. That is a reference to Loki because of the horns and everything. Blah blah blah. But also, um, the devil has the blue tongue in the yeah. thing, and the the kid had um, blue candy that turned their mouth blue. Yeah, and I guess that's uh, supposed to be like a homage to Loki and his birth and every I don't know. But apparently one of the variants of Loki, which I think could be a Lady Loki as well. Mm. So my sort of like guess, because, uh, you know, I'm not going to say theory because I'm not I'm, I'm not like steadfast on it. And I'm not going like, to get upset if it doesn't become reality. Like, You're not going to be a clown. Um, but I do think it's going to be Lady Loki because... When you look at like the cast list of the show, there are two female actresses that are, I'm not going to say like famous, but they're definitely like actresses who um, have done a lot of things. Um, But, and they, and they're in quite a few episodes, but they don't have a character name attached to them. Yeah. So whether or not Lady Loki is the villain of the piece, like the, like the, the, the hooded character at the end of the, of the show um, I feel like a Lady Loki is going to appear as another variant of Loki. Oops, sorry. I agree. It's um, I'm looking here at the cast list and it's Sophia DiMartino. Mm-hmm. And she does not have a specific role and she looks identical <laughs> to what you would assume. But is also, but also how many Loki. episodes does it say that she's in? She's in, she's going to be in the next one. One, two, three, four, five. So the rest of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and she doesn't have a character name listed. Okay. No? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. sure. We yeah, went sure. down this road already yeah. with Zendaya. So yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, she doesn't have a character name. 
so, so also also for the um for the new Black Widow movie, I I have I've I've tried not to look at too much of the promo just because I I know I know that I'm gonna go see it anyway, so I'd rather like try to be as surprised as possible. Sidetrack for one second. Like I didn't watch anything for uh, when I saw the the third Batman movie, the third Christian Bale Batman movie, mm-hmm. and so I didn't, ha- I had no idea who was going to be in it except for Bane. So I'm watching this movie. Oh no! And, and, oh, and I also knew that um, what's her face is in it, Anne Hathaway, Catwoman. So I was like, okay, so I know that they're in the movie. Cool, cool, cool. So I go to see it with with my dad, and my brother. You know, within the first ten minutes, when uh, Marion Coulthard comes on and she introduces herself with some bullshit name, I was like, oh no, that's Talia Al Ghul. Like, like you. <laughs> So you know what I thought because she was an environmentalist and we had Bane in the movie. I thought potentially <laughs> she, was gonna she be could poison ivy because of um, course the the Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher. Well, no, it's, it's also the rule of trilogies yeah. where there has to be the callback to the beginning. Yeah. Um. So so I was like, oh no, that's Talia Al Ghul. So like I I I know that like as a comic book person, like I can potentially like spoil myself by like seeing too much or you know whatever so um but so i saw all the posters for the new black widow movie and i noticed that the taskmaster does not have an actor attached to them Mm -hmm. um and so i'm like oh so it's either the boyfriend or the sister i agree (laughs) because i agree because listen if you like if he's the main villain of the movie like but you don't have a character attached it has to the the reveal is going to be someone that's close. Yeah, yeah. To the, the, character. the reveal is someone else that you will, that you have already been revealed. It's not going to be someone new that we don't know. It's going to be one of these other actors that are already in the mix. Um, I mean, listen, if it's Rachel Vice, cool work. I love her too. I was just thinking it could be her, but um, but, yeah. but, 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 but I mean, you know what I mean. Like when when you have stuff like that and like marketing, so I know you don't want to give you don't want to give away anything because that's you know the reveal of the movie. But it's like, you know, if if you don't have someone listed, it's like, well, duh. Oh, Abby, <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with you, and I think I, I a I'm dying for Black Widow. I thought Falcon and the Winter Soldier would tie into Black Widow somehow. Mm-hmm. I thought Yelena was going to show up, but. I don't want to get into spoiler territory just yet because I think we will cover Black Widow. Mm. Uh, mm. Maybe we'll have to have you come back. Oh my God, you in a Natasha suit. So, the, my, so here's this is another side story. Not, so the I listeners just, know who I booked. Go <laughs> do as many side stories as you need to. I'm just I, getting drunk on wine. <laughs> I love I love Natasha, and there are two looks that I. Would, that I want to do. The first one is like her original like 70s with like the big hair and the black you know the black suit. But that's Dax's widow that she did. And it's and, and we talked about this when we did our last episode together. It's like it's not that like someone's claimed it and so I can't do it. It's just well that was done and it was done really well. And I love so, what you guys said. That's actually funny that quote you guys said occupies rent free space in my head. <laughs> Because you guys are like, yeah. someone else did it way better. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, it, 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 it's, not, it's not I won't ever do that or, you know, whatever. It's just, I don't feel the need to do that because if you want to see that, it's right. It's it's over here. It's Dax, 
exclamation on Instagram. Like, you know what I, I mean? I feel um, the same way about podcasting and IG pages. <laughs> and yet some people do not feel that way at all. <laughs> and they still swipe. But anyways, uh, um, it's me being but, salty but, right but, but the other look is like her 1990s look with mm-hmm. like the short mom hair oh and like the high collar and like- Yeah, and the gray suit. suit. And like it's cute, but I'm but I'm also not like in a rush to like do that because I have so many other cute things planned for this year. So I'm just kind of like, mm, she'll come eventually, but I'm not I'm not stressed about it. So like I, I'm not so also, and I wouldn't do the white suit that she wears in the movie because my homegirl baby Bell Bell, who lives in Toronto, fucking did an amazing job oh i haven't seen what is their instagram handle? Uh, baby underscore b-e-l underscore b-e-l all right listen yes yes baby bell first of all if if you if you guys enjoy me and like the kind of drag that i do you should go follow baby bell bell she is incredible um she she does a great jean gray um she does uh she does um uh, Natasha and she does uh, Wanda. So she was in Bax and I's WandaVision video. She was the one at the end who like had her, her action figures. Oh, yes. Yeah. She, uh, so, so Baby Bell Bell, they had a whole like drag Canadian Avengers thing because you know, there's the whole like Avengers Museum mm-hmm. in Toronto. So they, they all went and like filmed there and stuff. Uh, anyway, she's a delight. Please go follow her. So, also, while I'm talking about Canadian drag queens, <laughs> might be potential spoilers and i don't know this is this is not confirmed or denied all all i know all i know is my dear friend tay bobo Mm -hmm. who is the drag daughter of scarlet bobo who made it to top three in canadian drag race season one Mm -hmm. um so tay was supposed to be in my show this friday and i have not heard from her in maybe like a month and a half or maybe two months Canada Drag Race season two is filming right now. She has not been on social media since her birthday. Interesting. Just saying. I hope she's on and I hope she's winning because that bitch is amazing. Go follow Tay Bobo as well. She's also uh, she does cosplay looks Um, over over quarantine. She did like trios. So like she did like Teen Titans and she did um, the Gotham, uh, the Gotham City Sirens. She did uh, Avengers looks where she did like um, Carol uh, Wasp. Oh, she did. Oh, she did this cute Wasp look. But anyway, I, I love Tay Bobo. Go follow. I her. love that oh, you're kind of giving us like the rumor mail right here, like kind of like the yeah. scoop. I mean, and 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 she is rumored to be on it as well on like you know the blogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just the, so like I I like messaged her a while ago, just like check in to be like, hey girl, I haven't seen you like on social because like. She and I have very similar opinions about a lot of things. So, like on socials, like we're like, especially like on Twitter, it's like yes, yes, like like comment threads of stuff of us talking. So, like, I can conversation that I was like, "Where are you? <laughs> like, where have you been?" She literally hasn't posted on Instagram since her birthday show. Okay, which was which was in like May. Okay, so like, just saying. Dr. Savas. You, 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 you may have heard it here first. I mean, not here first, because obviously other blogs have, have, uh, have said that too. Just a rumor. I don't know. No, but we got and it directly from Lady Loki's mouth. So. I, ho- I hope she's on and I hope she does well. Yes. 
If if not, I hope I hope she's okay. <laughs> if she's not on the show, I I hope she's all right. Oh my um, god! But yeah, she she hasn't she hasn't messaged me back. Queen, we hope we hope you're doing yes, well. Yes. Again, I love Tay Bobo. Go follow her. So when Tay she Bobo social media, she'll have a whole bunch of new followers. So the so the only thing I want to say about Loki before we continue our conversation is that they did start filming pre-pandemic. Like, I think it was like mm-hmm. January 2020. They had to stop and now they're back. And I'm hoping they kind of learned as WandaVision was unfolding what they need to do and what they don't need to do. So that's why I think to go back to what we were talking about, like what, like 10 minutes ago? Um, <laughs> um I hope they. that's why they're planting seeds for the multiverse, for Doctor Strange 2, because we expected that in WandaVision, didn't get And by the way, I don't fault WandaVision for not having that. I, I get it. It's, an, it's a TV show. It's one of the first for the Disney+. Plus. They're going to be contained. But I think but, but also, Marvel's learning. People want to see what's happening here in the movies. Yeah, but also I don't think that they because it was gonna, because it was the first one it wasn't planned to be the first one that how rabid people were for that Marvel content and people like got sucked into it and like the fan theories got out of control because of the nature of the show and I think that because the fan theories got out of control that Marvel didn't know that people were going to be like well how come she didn't break the multiverse like because that wasn't the plan like the plan was for Loki to do it you got we're just not there yet. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how production works. But the only thing I will say is that, like, I feel for these four Falcon, the Winter Soldier and WandaVision, which I'm assuming was able to get their production, everything done, because I think WandaVision was almost done, like 90 percent done mm-hmm. until the pandemic. I know the scenes with Catherine Hahn as Agatha were filmed post, but I feel like their 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 idea was this is just weekly content and if you need we want to see like the story push forward you're going to have to check the movies Mm -hmm. now i think they're probably seeing that like no shit people want to see everything connected in a full way and i think loki benefited from that well and the thing there's definitely more of a connection in these than than like agents of shield which promised was going to be like the same thing totally connected Blah, 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 and then it wasn't. I'm so glad you just mentioned that because we obviously Coles, we obviously see Coulson dying and yeah. it's not mentioned that he's resurrected. Do you think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still in continuity or do you think it's... I, 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 think, I think until Agent Coulson shows up in another MCU movie, I don't think it is. I don't think we can take it as canon. I don't, I don't think we can take any of the TV shows as canon. I don't think we can take... Definitely not... Inhumans, Ugh. definitely not. Uh, you, you know, girl, or, or and you any, paid any, for a movie theater ticket for I'm, that. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm still mad. I'm still mad. Marvel, you, how about this? Marvel, you can pay me back by buying me a Medusa wig. Yes, girl, and that was an IMAX, if I remember. Correctly. I am aware. I'm, aware. <laughs> I'm so mad. Girl, you paid for an IMAX ticket for yes! that shit. I did. I'm so pissed off. I'm sorry um, for you. I'm sorry for your friends. Uh, literally, I, I, I said I was lost. The movie ended and I looked at her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but like, oh. definitely not Inhumans. 
I don't think any of like the Netflix shows can be considered canon. Which breaks um, my heart. Although obviously Daredevil is rumored to be appearing in Spider-Man 3. Who isn't the- rumored to be appearing in Spider-Man 3? All right, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry you're, you're right. right. But but the thing, but here's the thing. Just like just like we saw with Quicksilver, just mm-hmm. because they got the same actor to play the same character doesn't mean that it's the exact character here's the thing here's the thing thing that i'm just gonna say i agree with everything you just said Mm -hmm. i hope kevin foggy who does listen and learn like learns excuse me from everything that's said on the internet i hope he'll see that like the quicksilver subplot in wandavision was shit no one was happy with it i hope he's gonna be like course correcting that you cannot book charlie cox for something in the mcu and not have him be matt murdoch because he was a perfect matt murdoch and people love daredevil so while i agree with you he could play anyone and maybe is playing another character marvel i mean he could be he could literally be playing matt murdoch but that doesn't mean that he's the matt murdoch that was in the netflix tv show you're right a different timeline which i'm fine with i'm wholeheartedly fine with so in the episode in Loki, we find out that he was D.B. Cooper, as we talked about. And then it kind of goes through his life and we see him, you know, what we saw post. Um, oh, my God. I'm totally forgetting what uh, he was in Avengers. I'm sorry. This is the 2012 Avengers. We see his life post that. And he sees his mom die. He sees his dad die. And he has that same reaction from ragnarok where it's like oh my sons and he like kind of inhales that do you think now this makes him for all intents and purposes like the loki prime i mean i guess it does but well, like, i mean no with the memories he literally just downloaded all the memories as we mentioned. no no he's still not loki prime because he he did just because he didn't download the memories he watched like the cliff's notes movie reel mm-hmm. like he still didn't emotionally experience any of those things and as we know like life is all about experience and like how it is that you deal with those emotions like getting all of that condensed into like five minutes of like the cliff notes version of this could have been your life that doesn't mean that he's learned any of his lessons that doesn't mean that he feels any remorse for any of the things that he's that he literally just did mm-hmm. um that's fair um no I, I don't i don't think that i don't think that makes him uh, really any closer to the Loki that died in Endgame. I think it puts him more towards a heroic journey that, you know, as someone who studied Joseph Campbell in college, um, like, I think that, like, moves him towards that that sort of ideal and that basis that we're all used to seeing in, like, television and movies. Um, but I think it's going to be a different journey for him, and I hope that he gets to still remain a dick because we love him being a dick wait one of the things i do want to ask you about because this was big and the internet kind of like blew up about it the infinity stones oh my god that shit was hilarious paperweights like the memes of natasha dying (laughs) for a paperweight what like what i mean like like, so, like, in the moment, like, that that was hilarious being like, oh, well, yeah, because this is, like, 
outside of all of that. Like it doesn't like none of that stuff like matters. Like it's all keep, you know, keeping it in the thing, but it's like, well, you know, in order in, in the universe, in the thing, like you still have to, someone has to die in order to get soul stone. And yeah, outside of that universe, which the TVA is, that doesn't have the same effect. Now, granted, now granted, would have been cooler of the TVA. And by cooler, I mean like, wouldn't they have been better people? Mm-hmm. If it had been like, hey, do you guys need a soul stone? We got like six over here. Well, especially because they mentioned like the Avengers traveling through time and re- you know resetting but, time was part of the plan. Well, but it's part of the plan because it's like the self-sacrifice, the, you know, again, their journey, their experience, their stuff. It's like, it's, you, you know, it's like cheating. Like, because also we have to think of, we have to think about these, as I said before, the people who live in the TVA probably still aren't people. Like they're not. No, like, they're not. Like their whole life experience has been outside and all their entire job and journey is to do nothing but maintain the journey. So like, yeah, they're not going to feel bad about the fact that he's got six soul stones in his desk drawer when Natasha had to go jump off a fucking cliff in order for them to get it. Like he's not, cause also he still doesn't know what a fish is. So like, I was literally going to say, because she's so fishy, <laughs> she doesn't know what a fish is. So, so he saw like some important events, and then he saw himself die. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I mean, but he again and that changed him. Yeah. How would you yeah. feel if you saw how you would die right now? I mean, how do you think you would die? Right. Um. But <laughs> but like, it's still the re- the reason I I want to like be correct about like he didn't he didn't like doubt he doesn't have all the memories because he doesn't he doesn't have that lived experience he doesn't have any of that sort of like development of why you know, you know, why things happen. So like, yeah, seeing, it's like, it's like, um, I agree with you and I'm reading the Wikipedia article instead of reading the book, but I agree with you and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I feel that for all intents and purposes that the producers, director and creator of the show are, they're like, now he knows everything that happened at Endgame. He's had that life changing revelation and now he's caught up to the Loki we knew who died in Endgame. Does that kind of make sense? I mean, caught up in the sense that he knows the events, not not in the sense that. And I do think he, he's going to be that duplicitous. He's that character arc of that no. of that of that person. Fair, fair, yeah. fair. So then he obviously tries to rebel. He finds the Infinity Stones and the paperweights and everything. And then at the end, he sort of comes to Mobius, and he's here like. I don't like to hurt people. Mm -hmm. I do that because, and I thought this was beautiful where he's here. Like that's what weaker people do to other people. They try to make them feel bad. They try to conquer him. I actually don't like hurting people. And I'm curious what you thought of that ending. Uh, I mean, it's, it's 100% true. Like, you know, when you, you know, we were just talking about, you know, anytime, you know, you try to make a bully sympathetic, it's like, well, that's probably because they're being abused at home or, like, you know, it's like, yeah, like uh, people who are abused typically become abusers. Like that's what happens. Uh, that's like the vicious cycle that happens. So obviously, yeah, he doesn't like hurting people, but he knows that that's what gets him power because he feels weak. And how does he not feel weak? By getting power over other people. So like that's like, you, you know, that, that that's the vicious cycle with him. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was really, really beautifully explained and, you know, again, made him more sympathetic um, kind of. And I'm like, well, you still could like a lot of people, but you know. oh, I mean, you're still like an awful human being. You're still like an awful person, but you know, well, um, but no, yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I did like, I like the fact that it's like, he tried, he tried to rebel. He tried to get power over other people because that's what he's used to doing. And then when he realizes that he can't, like he literally can't through any of the means that he's used to gaining power over people. He then just kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to say give up, I guess like concedes to the idea of, you know what? I'm not getting what I want. The true definition of insanity is trying to get what you want, doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to try a different tactic. Now, do we think he's still being manipulative? Maybe. Yeah. Because he's like, I do I'm think not, he is, by the way, for the record. Because he's like, I'm not, I'm not getting what I want by using the Tesseract or trying to use magic or forcing my way into stuff. So he saw me, what he, would happen if he did this certain path. And now he's here, like, how do I get to where, yeah, I, wherever yeah. I want to get? So, so how do I knows. just get? How do I get out of here? They're offering me a way to get out of here, but I have to do something for them first. So let me see if I can do that. But then if another opportunity comes along where I can get out of here, I feel like it's still going to take it. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So overall thoughts on the series, where we're going to go with this? Um, I'm very intrigued. I, I Again, I love a mystery. Um, I love, uh, you know, a comic book mystery in particular. Um, I think I think it'll be interesting to see um, like what other worlds that they might like visit. Cause obviously, you know, if they're trying to like fix timelines, um, I'm wondering if it's going to be something like sliders. Cause I love that show. Oh, oh I my love God. I forgot. What's his name? Uh, Jerry O'Connell. Oh my God. He was in scream too. He was yeah. Sydney's boyfriend. Yes. Oh my God. That is a deep. And he's married to Rebecca Romaine now. Yeah. After she left John Stamos Yeah, or whatever um, happened there. I, I don't know what the story I, was. I, I think it was like, like it I, it wasn't like horrible, but also they're not like friends. Oh. <laughs> like it's like, it's like they're not friends, but it wasn't like super no. vicious or anything. Um, but anyway, um, no, so, so I'm like, is it going to be like sliders where like they go to different worlds? Like, hey, what's different about this one is this. So we have to like fix it before it ends. Or will it be like exiles? which was very much sliders, but in comic book form, which was one of my favorite series for a while. Um, I loved Exiles. Um, big fans of Exiles. I, I actually, do you know what I would really like if Loki turned into Exiles? Like yes. if, if it turned into like he gathers. Well, there's a from, season two. From the, yeah. For, if he starts to gather all these variants and they become like the new team that needs to maintain the timeline. That would be cool. I that would be, would be cool. Um, again, that's not my theory. I'm not going to be mad if it doesn't happen. That would just be cool. Yeah. Um, again, I, I still feel like the hooded figure at the end is Lady Loki. I agree. Again, we've got a f- ladies in the cast that don't have characters. Only makes sense. Um, especially if the antagonist of it is a variant of Loki. Yeah. Um, Do you think we'll see variants of any other characters? Like, like MCU people? Yeah, or maybe like I think one of the rumors I saw was Thor. We saw Frog Thor on a lot of fan accounts. We, um, I, I mean, I mean, I guess Thor is currently filming, so like you know, if he had a spare minute to film a cameo, sure. sure. But I don't think that they're gonna like. I don't think Chris Evans is gonna show up. 
I don't think, um, yeah. you know, I, I don't think Scarlett Johansson's going to show up. Like, you know okay. what I mean? Like, like if it's someone like um, the guy who got caught playing like Tetris on like the oh, yeah. carrier, like, you know, if it's someone like that or, or, or someone like um, Col- Colby Smolders, like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you're not going to break the bank to get her to come in for, to, to be on set for a day. Kobe. <laughs> like, she's super cute. I, I, I love Maria her. Hill is going to be blowing up Loki. Like, <laughs> no, but I agree with you. I mean, we saw it with Darcy, you mm. know, in WandaVision. Yeah. You know. You, you know like, like people like that, I would think would be, um, you know, could, could, could be a thing, would be interesting to have show up. But I think the only the only reason why I think we could get like a Chris Hemsworth cameo is because a lot of people were expecting that for WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And again, I think Marvel does learn from their past mistakes. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying that's going to happen now with Loki, but I think future MCU Disney Plus shows, I think they will have those A-listers attached to it in cameo roles because people are expecting it because people love finding a puzzle piece that fits into a larger issue, you know I what mean, I mean? Or larger. To me, I'm like, to me, I'm like, so like right they already now. have part of the A-lister who is the star of the show, which is you're right. You're um, absolutely uh, right. Or, or, you know, Cap, um, you know, um, Sam Wilson and Bucky and, yeah. and, Loki, like, and you already Matt, have yeah. the A-lister. Like we don't need, I don't need, listen, I, I can see Chris Evans anytime, anytime, anywhere. Here's forever. the thing. Chris Evans also is a variant because he's living in an alternate timeline. So, so I, I just recently saw a ticker talk about this. <laughs> um, cause I not do love on TikTok. I'm sorry. Mm, um, mm. I am. Although I'm not at all viral, like I guess whatever I do, people just don't give a shit about. Which is we're fine. gonna make you viral, um, girl. You are viral. <laughs> um, rude. Um, but uh, there. Uh, her name is Jay Stubes is the TikTok person. So she's a, a comic book person. She talks about comics. She talks about film. Um, all that kind of stuff. She's great. Um, she also has a great makeup skills. She like she does she does fun eye makeup, which is oh. um. But uh, she was talking about how if the timekeepers are trying to keep this golden timeline together, that means that there is not a variant Captain America and that Captain America is always meant to be go back in time and live at the same time. Like, I was thinking was that maybe they're the ones who ushered in that scene at the end of Endgame where he passes on the shield. Or, or are they the people who... who came to him to say, okay, we're going to let you live here. Yeah, you're absolutely you right. But you can't do anything. You can't, you can't go in, back into war. You can't, yeah. you can't join S.H.I.E.L.D. You have to, you have to stay at home and raise your non-children. Well, I guess we're going to find out. And yeah. I'm really excited for it. Demanda, where can people see you next? I know oh, you mentioned because, some of the shows. Because it's June and it's Pride Month. I have lots of things going on. So, um, as I said, as part of the virtual um, Comic-Con hosted by uh, that Shady Squad, um, uh, we are, Dax and I are hosting a virtual show. Uh, It is going to be Friday, uh, this Friday, the 18th at 8 p.m. The link will be posted from the official Con Queens YouTube channel. So, Con Queens, C-O-N-Q-W-E-E-N-S. 
on YouTube. So that will go live at 8 p.m. And of course, then we'll share it to the virtual Comic-Con and then um, obviously just everywhere on social media. Uh, we have uh, 12 uh, music performances. So they are a mix of our com queens, our uh, drag performers that cosplay, as well as people from the Eleanor's New Deal Cabaret, which is the cabaret that I um, host. So all cosplays, fun stuff. So we have some live singing. We have um, some drag music videos. The premiere of my new Jean Grey video will be at that show. So um, it's going to be amazing. So please uh, tune into that. Um, then this Saturday, the 19th, if you are in the DC area, I will be attending Rustin Pride in person. I will have a booth. Dax Exclamation Point will be joining me as well as my sister Charlemagne Chateau and Tiffany D. Carter. We'll have some merch. We're going to be partying. Um, I will also be singing with the Rustin Players. Um, I have a song to sing. Uh, so that should be fun on Saturday. Uh, then for some other shows on Saturday, the 26th of June, I'm going to be performing at the Baltimore Eagle um, with uh, Bombalicious. Uh, I can never pronounce her last name, but Bamba uh, booked me for the Baltimore Eagle on the 26th. And then Monday, the 28th, you can catch me at Tallboy as Lady Loki and Jean Grey uh, at, uh, for, for that. Oh, and I forgot, uh, Friday the 25th of June, I'm uh, a part of the We Three Queens uh, forward show, Pride Edition. Uh, so I have two segments. One, I did submit a, uh, my Dazzler music video uh, to them, but also I did a fun educational video for them about queer representation in comics. You have an insane schedule. <laughs> Girl, my spreadsheet is busy. Girl, that spreadsheet. <laughs> I hope you backed it up. Oh my God. I but love yeah, so that. That was where you can catch me um, for now. Um, and what about online? Where can people find oh, you on Instagram, so you can, oh, you Twitter, can find me Twitter? On any, any social media at D-M-A-N-D-A-M-A-R-T-I-N-I. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, Venmo, Cash App. Uh, <laughs> I have a, I have a Red bu Bubble merch store. Uh, you can find on there. Um, we've been taking a little hiatus from uh, Rusty Gayus Art. Uh, Jay Justice and I have just had crazy schedules, and we just have not been able to to meet up. But we're hopefully going to pick that up again soon. Um, and yeah, if again, if you're in the DC area or not, and you're kind of come to BlurredCon, please come up to me and say hi. Um, I don't know how I feel about hugs with strangers yet, but definitely come talk to me. Um, I would love to see you. I will be at Jack's exclamation points booth. Yes. Oh my God. I'm dying to meet you, IRL. As I told you, I've met a couple people from our community and the one person we always talk about is you. So I cannot wait to maybe give you a fist pump. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know what I would do if I saw you IRL. I literally would die. Oh. I think I would scream if I saw I, you. So, um, so, so, I mean, people, people have obviously seen it on my social medias. If you follow me, um, the looks, you know, looks that I'll be doing. So if you come see me at BlurredCon, again, I don't know what I'm going to wear on Thursday yet. We'll probably, Dex and I just probably wear our X-Men training suits just to be like casual. 
um, on the thir- Thursday night, because it's technically the before the convention starts. But Friday, we are going to be um, from Batman the Animated Series, Catwoman and Red Claw. Yes. Saturday, we are premiering uh, in real life, in person, fully completed looks, X-Force from 1990s, Feral and Boomer. Oh my God, your boomer is flawless. So I, I mean, I'm having the shoulder pads made. It's gonna be it's gonna be flawless. And then on Sunday, we are going to be the Madam Hydras. Dax will be Viper, and I'm going to be uh, the uh, uh, one and only. Um, oh fuck, Ju- Ju- Julie Julie Louis Dreyfus uh, Val. But when she gets the squid on top of her head, yes! comic books. So I will have a full squid on my head yatu sabes yatu sabes <laughs> you how are you even making that how is one making that i call jason hey i want to put a squid on my head and he's like okay we'll figure that out um yeah so he's currently furiously um editing my gene gray video together because we just filmed it this past saturday um Long story, the spreadsheet didn't work. We had 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 difficulties, but he's getting that video done. For, and then after that, Lurdcon, here we come. So we got a Can't month. Wait, oh my god, I really want to try to make it to Blurcon. I would, but I would die. It would be fun. I would die too. But thank you for joining us tonight. Yes. You know how much I love you. I you know, I always love. You know, I always love uh, coming here. And I mean, I'll see you again on Thursday. I was about to say, I think, I don't, I think we may be seeing each other again in a couple of nights and it's going to be for a very special surprise with two very special guests. Yes. Uh, those boys are so cute. Mm. Oh my God. I can go on and on about those boys, but we will do that. IRL, yeah. not IRL, like Zoom well, IRL on Thursday. So listeners, thank you. As always, I am the Uncanny Day Spring signing off.